Tequila. <laughs> hey, everybody. Ethan Zerga here, and I've got my co-host with me over here, uh, Saqib. Saqib is a good friend and, and business partner. Saqib, go ahead and introduce our guest today. Yeah, so today we have John Belazer from uh, Saluna, and he is joining us for the 39th episode of Crypto Mining Tools. Um, we actually work with uh, Saluna on a daily basis, and I kind of wanted to get to know John and, and Saluna and what they do. Um, uh, John, please introduce yourself. Yeah, John, uh, very glad that we, we have you on. Um, yeah, before you introduce yourself, why don't you tell us a little bit more Everybody has their own unique story of how they got into crypto or the crypto space. So introduce yourself and tell us about that. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Happy to do it. And thanks for having me on. Uh, for the for, for the listeners' uh, sake, uh, uh, Saqib is right. We've been working with you guys and we've been very happy. It's been a great partnership. Uh, we enjoyed the transparency you guys have. And uh, uh, we hope to continue that, that relationship going forward. So I am the CEO of Saluna. Saluna is a uh, interesting company. We are a combination of renewable energy development and uh, enterprise scale or utility scale uh, mining. And uh, uh, the reason we uh, essentially have both of those types of businesses under the same umbrella is because we believe mm -hmm. that ultimately vertical integration of renewable energy uh, specifically, and uh, the crypto mining uh, space is uh, is the future. Energy is such a big part of the business of mining, and uh, the more you can bring uh, that asset uh, close to the operations of the business, uh, the better you can be as a crypto uh, miner. The more more your your destiny can be in your hands, if you will. Sure. Uh, we also believe that down the road there are other uh, larger opportunities um, that we'll talk about, I'm sure, on the show that get created by having both of those core competencies uh, uh, within one company. And uh, to your question about how did I get into the space, yeah. um, it's about two uh, plus years ago, maybe about two and a half years ago, late uh, 2017, I was uh, sort of coming to the end of a sabbatical that I was on after um, the sale of my last uh, uh, startup. And I had been uh, evaluating a few opportunities. None of them sort of necessarily jazzed me up completely that I wanted to sort of jump in. And it was the first time that I was exploring opportunities that were not companies that I would be forming. Um, I was being asked to, to become CEO of these companies. And uh, along the way, I was keeping in touch with my longtime uh, mentor and investor, uh, this gentleman named Michael Taporic, who is a private equity firm, uh, GP. And uh, just before uh, a regular holiday I take during, you know, December, the, the week between December and New Year's, I always sort of like go mm -hmm. hide under a rock somewhere. Yeah. And I was about to do that. And, uh, and he said, um, John, did you, did you sign anything yet? And I said, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what, why? why? He says, well, yeah. uh, you know, I need you to come down and take a look at this thing we're working on. I mean, we've been, you know, we've been working on it for a while. And just to be clear, I want you to look at it because you know, I want you to be CEO. I said, well, what is it? You know, because I know his business is, is investing in industrial companies and you know, I've mostly been running software startups. And so, sure. uh, mm -hmm. and so, uh, uh, so I, I go to his, he says, look, it, 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 the only thing I can tell you right now is that. <laughs> I love the secrecy in our industry. You know, it's like, it's, 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 um, 
it's a combination between you know renewable energy and blockchain you know and uh, oh. part of that sentence i heard was blockchain oh blockchain that that's yeah, blockchain yeah. the buzzword right <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so i go to his office and um and honestly i go in sort of expecting to just you know find a a, a gracious way of saying no if i'm going to take one of these opportunities <laughs> and uh uh, no, they, 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 they start in on the whole space and educate me on crypto, Bitcoin, um, relationship with, with power, uh, this huge utility resource they were, they, they, they had access to in Morocco that needed, uh, that, that was stranded and needed a way to be monetized and, and how these two worlds were coming together and, and, and how the space is shaping up and, um, it, it, it turned into a series of meetings. I did go on vacation. But right. <laughs> all I was doing was thinking of getting back to ask more questions. <laughs> right. But, uh, but, you know, to, 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 to put it plainly, you know, that has led to a two and a half year series of questions like, why wouldn't I do this kind of thing? So it's mm-hmm. uh, it was a it was a very exciting entry into the space. Um, I went down the rabbit hole and and, and here I am. That is uh, that, yeah, that's an amazing story. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I, I I like telling it because um, I I too ask everyone who you know how how they got into the space. And prior to this, in my previous life, I was uh, running an insurance software company, and um, I learned through asking that same question of insurance people that none of them, <laughs> none of them, uh, uh, you know, purposefully came into the space. You know what I mean? They don't by accident or some happenstance, and so. It was interesting to hear all the stories uh, over, over the last few years of folks, how folks got into the space. Yeah, I think it's it's really interesting that, you know, some of us, uh, we get into the space for different reasons, mm-hmm. but we end up learning so much more, especially about monetary policy, monetary history, um, about decentralization and, you know, pretty much what the next, uh, you know, 10, 15, 20 years is going to look like. Uh, no doubt. If you I mean, if you look at the space, um, you really have an incredible sort of ecosystem market map, right? You have, mm-hmm. you do have the infrastructure elements. So the mining companies, um, you've got the, the the digital currency or digital asset uh, space that, mm-hmm. in of itself, is sort of like a, an emerging uh, area that's never been seen before. Um, right. You have the, um, you, you know, you have the decentralized uh, financial infrastructure uh, opportunity. Uh, and then you just have like just super super incredible uh, tech, right? Just just code yeah, exactly. <laughs> that yeah. is being built to enable all sorts of of interesting uh, ways to use this technology mm-hmm. uh, exactly. and and these new assets in new and interesting ways. Everything from you know B two B and B two C commerce to um, uh, you know store value. You know, think about the pandemic. Right much uh in investment came into into these assets and oh yeah we're mm-hmm. this whole space as hey we should you know in big companies uh you know like MicroStrategy, sort of deploying portions of their balance sheet to the assets and uh and then you have an entire wave of infrastructure development because you're you're, you're going to build a whole new financial system that is you know net native decentralized mm-hmm. and digital that's never been done before it reminds me of when I got into the tech space um, in the uh, mid '90s. You know, this was sort of the the realm of early internet oh, mosaic. I, w- I was there. I was yeah. there. 
Netscape. Remember that? Like, the, you know, Netscape. I mean, I remember calling Netscape and saying, like, how do we... We, yeah, we, we called Netscape Nutscape back yeah. then. You guys remember, what was it, Alta, Alta Vista? Was it yeah, like yeah, Alta Vista. Yeah, Alta yeah. Vista. That's, that's where I got all my uh, my wares from, and yeah, uh, I, had a, exactly. I had a lot more of this going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I mean, it, it was just fascinating how rapidly that took off and you know this some some of the same questions were being asked what is this what is this what is the internet and what does this really yeah. mean and and exactly. uh you know and I, we I, even had the same naysayers you know the people like well when this internet thing blows over, blows you over. Know, oh, so yeah. gonna, everything's gonna go back to business as normal <laughs> this is just exactly. bad people bad, aren't yeah. gonna people aren't gonna buy things online people really want to go in and shop they want to talk to somebody and look at amazon <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. He's, he's one of those really wealthiest years. man in the world right now because like, of that. One of the dominant companies, yeah. because, you know, eventually, you know, sometimes, um, you know, in innovation takes time to take hold. And uh, once it becomes, you know, part of the fabric, it's really hard to not imagine it any other way, you know? Right. Yeah. I actually walk yeah. through New York City uh, streets sometimes. I don't really really know why they're still there, but I see a phone booth and I'm like, wow, that's right. <laughs> Who uses that? You used to make right? phone calls, you know? Like, what do you do? You know why the phone booths are disappearing, right? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, cell phones are, are ubiquitous. I mean, <laughs> no, no, it's it's so we can't escape from the matrix. <laughs> oh, maybe that's why the phone booths are right? so, so so Neo can 5G, get out. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, that's great. So, but, but you know, so that's the thing. It's like uh, we have the, we have the dot com bubble, and uh, because of that, you know, look how much it has really you know changed our lives. The internet it's affected every part of our lives, and I think blockchain technology is going to do just that mm -hmm. because oh, it's better technology. You know, that's right. That's exactly right. And uh, it always has these sort of bumpy starts where lots of lots of crazy ideas and crazy people mm -hmm. come in. And uh, yeah. it gets a bad name. And then once that's sort of washed out, there's a, a real focus on what's the real value here. And you start exactly. to get real uh, companies, large players come in mm -hmm. and it becomes mm -hmm. an institutional, uh, you know, change in what's going on. I'm on the board of a company that, uh, for example, uses blockchain to uh, provide transparency to supply chain. Um, and that's mm -hmm. a huge thing. Think about, you know, the products you buy in the store. It'd be really interesting to know where they come from and how yeah. those, you know, raw materials are sourced and, and what those local economies, how, how are they benefiting from, you know, is that, that meat that's on sale in the grocery store? Is it on sale because they got a good deal or is it on sale because <laughs> it's end of life? That, exactly. exactly. Yeah. It would be, it would be good to know. So there's, there's lots of things that we're going to see change and it, it, it's only a matter of time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, you've been in this for a limited time, uh, relatively. I mean, you know, yeah. Bitcoin's been around since 2009 or a little bit before that even. Um, but you, you seem to have uh, just really easily adopted and, and just taken this in full wash. What's the most fascinating thing that you've learned in the past two and a half years or the most interesting thing you've learned? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think the most interesting thing is... Um, the intersection uh, between, um, you know, uh, 
enterprise scale, or I'll call it sort of industrial scale mining mm-hmm. and uh, power and the power industry. Uh, you have sort of two interesting forces that are taking place on the on mm-hmm. the on the energy side. Uh, we are now in uh, what I would describe as a a climate awakening. Um, mm-hmm. Some people, they some they people, yeah, the power companies are yeah, they're slowly you know coming to realize like well, wait a minute, this is big business and we can do serious business. That's right with exactly. these with these enterprises and. I'm going to touch on another aspect that they're realizing, and that is that um, most of these utilities and most large energy sectors, um, let's take in, in the United States, you've got these these uh, big sort of sectors of, of the uh, uh, energy space that are a combination of different states, let's say, and they're called uh, ISOs, mm-hmm. uh, independent system operators. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and, and these companies sort of uh, work together to... Um, or these uh, states rather work together to enhance and structure how power will uh, develop and evolve. And uh, in, in a number of large uh, regions, there is a whole focus on uh, deploying renewable energy as a larger percentage of the power mixture on the grid. And that's very exciting for all the reasons that we know, right? We, we, we want to get to uh, the 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 goals that the um, the Paris Accord has put out and the effects on climate change and mm-hmm. so forth. Uh, but there are also challenges with that. You know, you have um, renewable energy resources coming online. Uh, the grid was built to be powered by uh, carbon mm-hmm. uh, power and mm-hmm. um, have really smooth and continuous uh, generation of power that matches demand. And now, when you add a, a giant solar plant. It's it's not always uh, there, mm-hmm. right? Night it, things well, change. Well, yeah, because it cycles. You know, mm-hmm. um, it has uptime and it has downtime. And That's my understanding, downtime, right? one of the biggest challenges with renewable energy is the challenge that we have no ability to store its excess. That's exactly so right. Yep, it's it's very capable of producing vast amounts of energy. Um, it's just in limited time periods, and we have no ability to store it, and then use that stored energy and it's in its down periods um and i can understand how mining can kind of offset that because when it creates that excess that's when mining can step in and really utilize it and harness it and so yeah that's absolutely fascinating yeah that's exactly um that's exactly the point i was i was going to make and that is that you know as uh you know these resources um change and the mixture changes the challenge is that they, the, the grid just can't absorb all of those new resources. And so if mm-hmm. there's a way to uh, add additional capability to the grid that could absorb it, and to your point, batteries is sort of the, the, the go-to thing or pumping water mm-hmm. up, up, up to a, a really high place is another way to, to you know, go to, go-to solution. But mining is now uh, being viewed as a new alternative to that. If you could build um, flexible uh, data centers that could ramp up very quickly and mm-hmm. absorb that excess power, you would reduce the amount of power that gets spilled, uh, thereby en- enhancing the amount of uh, green that you can add to the grid. Mm-hmm. And as a result, you know, lowering costs and improving the experience of power and energy on the grid uh, for the long haul. That's what we're excited about at Saluna. We're um, investing 
now to bring all of the innovation and technology and learnings uh, that we've developed in the process of building um, our facility in um, in Morocco. It's a it's a utility scale site, 900 megawatts of power. Wow! Uh, so almost a full gigawatt. That's right. And uh, we're building out in phases. And in that in that project, we're designing in uh, essentially a computing farm uh, with a whole host of, of, of uh, capabilities for mining and uh, a control system that allows us to match the demand to the production of the, of the wind farm, but also deliver a smooth uh, profile of power to the grid. So we're, you know, we're probably building the biggest pilot known to man <laughs> of this, of this oh. technology. And then we're bringing that uh, during during the pandemic. You know, we did two things. Number one, we all we all grew beards, as you can see. Mine is mine is. <laughs> <laughs> I just started. <laughs> I shaved for the podcast. You know, <laughs> I have to admit it. Yeah, you know, it's pretty funny. I, I didn't even know this I could is, grow a this beard. This is about one week on me, so give me wow. another couple of weeks, and uh, yeah, I'll be good to go. See, that's that's that that that's a big difference. This is six months. It took me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been saying to my wife, you know, I should probably cut this off now. And she's like, no, 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 no. This is good. I like this. She likes I like this. it. <laughs> I like this so that's it. Yeah, I'm probably going to have it for a while. So that was the first thing. The second thing was we started thinking about how can we bring this concept of a computing facility, a flexible computing facility that's connected to a renewable resource to other markets. And so mm -hmm. we've been uh, exploring uh, the U.S., uh, the the Netherlands and places where there is this high degree of uh, energy spillage when you start adding renewables and sure. just tremendous interest in, in what we're doing. And, uh, and we've had some fascinating conversations around this and we're building, you know, all sorts of, uh, of capabilities to, to, to make this a reality. And so that, that's what, that's what excites us, this kind of confluence of uh, renewable energy and, and the business, uh, the business of, of mining. Now, uh, so so that was all to answer your question. Like, what, <laughs> what you know, what's been fascinating for you to learn? Uh, the second thing I would say, continuing to share learnings is how um, how hard the the business of mining is. It's not an easy mm -hmm. business, actually. Oh, no. you, you need to understand no. a lot about well, energy. We've talked about um, different systems, mm -hmm. uh, data center operations, and mm -hmm. I know that it really started. Uh, as you say, I'm haven't been around for a while, but I've I've seen a lot of dead carcasses, and you know most of the learnings from that is lots of people have sort of started in a, a hobbyist way and just assume you mm -hmm. just plug these things in and you put them close to each each other and maybe put yeah. a fan here and there, mm -hmm. and you're printing money. Yeah. No, it's actually a it, it, like everything. It requires uh, perfecting you know processes, efficiencies, and mm -hmm. uh, and exactly. and finding ways to get to scale in order to uh, be successful relative to other players in the marketplace. Um, so I think that's that's been really fascinating. And I, and, I, and I would say the last thing that for me has been interesting has just been um, how close the, you know, architecture of the Bitcoin network, for example, has mm -hmm. been to behaviors that sort of drive its, its, its growth. So th this mm -hmm. whole concept of, you know, economic drivers, right? You mine because um, you want to provide security, but then the fact that you have to expend uh, cost and energy to do that, um, you know, creates barriers to entry, but it also provides the security and the asset that you gain 
encourages you to deploy that expenditure. It's uh, mm -hmm. it, it, this network effect that all ties to uh, leaps in technology. It's it's uh, I guess that's that's to say how incredibly prescient and well architected this white paper <laughs> yeah. creating, you know, it, it, you know, essentially a, an elegant solution to, you know, the Byzantine general problem. So that's been oh, yeah. really fascinating to me. That, so, that absolutely is fascinating. And, and you are so right about, um, you know, really putting in the work to getting the details right. We had a guest on here that was talking about keeping the air density mm -hmm. that the miners have access to um, just by controlling that correctly, the heat can then be more efficiently removed from the miners and yeah. the fans have to work less, which reduce operating costs, you know, by 20%. Right. And exactly. when you think about it, it all makes sense, but you're absolutely right. Like as, as a hobbyist miner, I remember the first miners that I had, you know, I put them yeah. down in my garage and I put some <laughs> you know, dryer duct vent in a window and I thought that's all I needed. But, you know, if you really want to... Um, you know, be in this for the long haul, you have to think about those very minute details and control them um, and and be on top of them. And that's what makes the difference between, you know, extreme success uh -huh. and and just yeah. getting by. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and I think, um, you know, using uh, renewable energy, um, the lower that you can get your energy cost, uh, you know, the, the better advantage you have over other players in the market. Um, and, and so, you know, by using renewable energy sources, like a lot of people are using oil and gas and um, they have a very low cost of energy because of that. And I'm sure wind uh, is also uh, quite low. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. Energy costs representing such a large portion of the operating costs of a facility like that, getting the lowest footprint on that uh, is really important. And mm -hmm. the, 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 the bigger you get and the more scaled you get, it almost leads you to you know, vertically integrate. And that's, that's, that's right. the, the thesis that we were based on where uh, maybe owning the assets becomes uh, part of the picture if you want to be in for the long haul. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and, and you have more control of that price if you can build it at a cheap price, which means yeah. going to places where the resource will be incredibly um, productive but hard to build because it's so right. far from, from, from infrastructure. Uh, the economy doesn't have a need for the power uh, in the near term. And so you could deploy this model of vertical integration and then um, provide the power to uh, the grid as well. So we we we're, we're fascinated by by just you know how the, those two worlds come together, and it, it, it's sort of a, a core foundation to what we're about as a company. Speaking yeah, of uh, vertical integration, Sakib, why don't you show our audience uh, our vertical integration in in the technology framework that we're working with with crypto mining tools. Yes. All right, let me uh, go ahead and do that real quick. Just a second here. Oh, so for some reason my screen isn't sharing. Uh, can, Are you not able to that? share your screen, Ski? Um, nope, it's not uh, not sharing for me for some reason. <laughs> okay. Um, right. Yeah. Can you well, we um, can just basically uh, talk yeah. about crypto mining tools? Um, so we have uh, a website, uh, cryptomining.tools, uh, wherein we have um, the world's first uh, global hosting platform. Uh, we have uh, hosting facilities uh, worldwide that were verified um, from around the world, and they are uh, available with their uh, power cost and their type of um, 
facility, like a, if it's managed, unmanaged, or uh, you know the type of facility that you uh, you would like, you can basically go ahead and select that uh, and and request quotes from any facility. Um, so that's uh, world's first, and then we also have a uh, a calculator and a comparison app that can help you um, compare and and, uh, com and and basically find the best miner for your needs. Um, you can go through all different types of models. We're uh, adding models every day. We have the S19s uh, on there as well for you to check profitability. So um, yeah, those are some of the things that we have on CryptoMining.Tools, and I will uh, hand it off to Ethan. <laughs> yeah, if, if you get a chance, go to our website. It's a great place where you can learn, you can educate yourself on what the, the best miners are out in the market, and you can also um, shop. So not only can you you know, learn what miner is the best fit for you and your situation, but you can actually go to our online shop. You can make a purchase. And if you need that power and, and uh, hopefully we can add more renewable power solutions, um, which I think is, is vital to our industry, you can also get that. So anywhere from fully managed hosting to power purchase agreements, you can actually purchase your own raw power, you know, drag up your own container full of miners and, and start utilizing that power. Um, so yeah, if you get a chance, crypto mining tools, it's a, it's a great resource. And, um, we're going to go back to, to John here now, John, yeah. tell us more about, uh, this, this beard situation you were saying, <laughs> uh, you're saying is, is six months has taken you to get to this point. Yeah. So, um, that's right. I mean, I look, I, I, uh, I, the, the, the idea is that, um, you know, we were trying to find a way to stay connected as a team because with with uh, with COVID and and the pandemic and lockdowns, we really couldn't see each other physically anymore. And so suddenly, our operating system as a company changed such that mm -hmm. we moved to higher levels of of interaction among the team, and to uh, you know create ways for us to stay connected. I thought we should do something together as a team where you can't, mm -hmm. play, you know, the same thing. You can't go play soccer or anything like that. Right. And so I thought, let's, uh, let's all grow, grow a beard. And, um, <laughs> uh, and obviously the women on our team couldn't really do that, but so, you know, we, 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 let's all grow a beard and, uh, chronicle the beards and the development over time. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, first few days, you know, Larby, uh, our head of engineering from, from Morocco, like his beards already like flush. <laughs> you know, actually, um, he pulled an uh, Ethan. Yeah. Yeah. Different girl, you know, he's already like, he's got like, you know, he's got like this steak size, you know, patches of hair, you know, Phil, yeah, you know, you know, his is his, his grows fast, but it's very, is 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 very blotchy, you know, uh, you know, he's very patchy. I mean, and then, uh, and then here I am, and I, I barely got a mustache going at this point. And um, they're like, John, like, what, what's going on? And then suddenly, I don't know what it was. Like, you know, if I, if I, you know, took some extra vitamins or, or uh, you know, the different bottle of wine or something, but suddenly it started, it started growing, and it just started huffing and puffing and and, and making its way out. And uh, and 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 here it is. So I, I I didn't ever knew I could grow a beard. I'd never. Uh, really grown one. I I tend to be really you know low haircut uh, or no hair cut and mm -hmm. you know clean shaven uh, because it's so stubby. And so here I am all the way around. You you grew the top and and, yeah. and the yeah. beard. 
Yeah, yeah. This hair, this hair equally is is uh, is is way beyond the length that it, it should normally be. <laughs> and so I've grown it out. And uh, and the funny thing is, I've gotten you know. So now I'm on these Zoom calls all the time. I've gotten everything from "Wow, you look younger" to you know, "You look like Wyclef John." You know. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, that's yeah. that's that's great. And so people were like, yeah, I like it. You got to stay with it, you know. Because I'm thinking after this conference, I mean, this this this, uh, this contest, I'm gonna just cut it all off. And uh, and I was telling my wife the other day, okay, I think it's time to go, you know, right? With yeah. it. She's like, wait, 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 what do you mean? Why 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 are you gonna do that? And, she, and more importantly, she's like, what are you gonna do with the beard? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and and and, uh, and I said, well, well, that's gonna go too. No, 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 I like the beard. You know, I, I think you should hold on to it. Just, just trim it. You know, and I says, oh, so you like the beard? You know, and so I think it's going to be around for a while, guys. That's that's awesome. absolutely awesome. <laughs> so awesome. So, John, can you tell us a little bit about Morocco and how are you finding it? You know, working over there. Um, obviously, uh, as you said, the governments are, you know, uh, have, they have excess energy, and so it's uh, much better for you guys to uh, locate over there. Um, how are you finding? I mean, actually, what are the challenges. Yeah, to be honest, Morocco is a fascinating country. Um, notwithstanding mm -hmm. all of the rich history, uh, culture, food, um, the very diverse, uh, you know, parts of, of the country, you know, it's Northern Africa. And so you've got all sorts of amazingly beautiful parts of the country. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you when it comes to um, renewable energy, it's actually probably one of the most forward leaning countries in that regard. Um, they have a uh, <clears throat> countrywide uh, mandate to uh, deploy more than 53% uh, of their power from renewable sources. So they want to get to energy security. When we started working with them, they were uh, essentially a uh, net importer of power, right? So mm -hmm. they had to bring power in and bring um, raw material in to generate power. They're moving now to the point where um, in the next few years, they will become a power exporter. And so they'll be able to deliver power to their neighboring countries uh, in Africa and, and beyond. They have there probably one of the largest uh, concentrated solar plants uh, ever, ever developed uh, that powers a wow. good portion of their grid. Uh, and in the regions the, that we're involved with, they, uh, you know, there's a tremendous amount of, um, you know, wind uh, energy that could generate uh, uh, re really low cost power for the grid infrastructure and the local city there uh, mm -hmm. to really help uh, advance the, the economy. The government has been very supportive of what we're doing. Um, mind you, just like any other country, we've had to spend lots of time educating them on blockchain yeah. cryptocurrency. Yeah, uh, I can imagine. Uh, I think I've spoken to the central bank there at least five times, and, uh, you know, and probably other lots of other uh, ministries there. But I, I have found that they are they're very, you know, very um, uh, well spoken. They, they they educate themselves and really understand um, the value that this would bring. And one of our core values as a company is not just to extract, but to contribute. You know, we're really about. Uh, bringing this vertical integration to places that uh, could benefit from it in the way that I talked about in developing countries, more renewable power. Um, you look at the continent of Africa, it's, 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 uh, there's, there's so much energy mm -hmm. poverty, if you will. And yeah. uh, a, 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 an approach like this could help to reverse that. But 
we try to also use the uh, facilities that we develop as a catalyst for creating a new community there, a mm -hmm. technically oriented community. You know, blockchain and the whole space. There's there's really a uh, you know a drought in expertise around the world for uh, these types of things. And so, if we can build mm -hmm. a center of excellence. We can then mm -hmm. uh, add more capabilities. There's lots of really young, bright, um, intelligent people coming out of the universities uh, there, right. and uh, and so we're using our project to build uh, that ecosystem and, and and that center of excellence for for blockchain there. So Morocco has been um, really great. Uh, the pandemic has really uh, been challenging for us because um, mm -hmm. you know with the lockdowns and restricted travel, it it has you know, created all sorts of uh, delays and, and, and things that we could be doing um, on the project. But we have, uh, we're very resilient as a company and we have found lots of interesting ways to get uh, Moroccans who are used to, uh, you know, having conversations over a meal, <laughs> yeah. jump on a Zoom call and, you know, keep moving the ball forward. So really? that has helped us a lot uh, over the last few months. You know, I I love hearing these stories because, you know, every time I talk to somebody, you know, they'll ask me, you know, what do you do, Ethan? What do you do for a living? And, you know, I'll, I'll say, you know, I'm in the, the crypto industry or the mining industry or, you know, and immediately what comes to their mind is, oh, that's stocks. That that's stocks. And that's that's too risky for me. Right. Uh, you know, I, I didn't get in the stock market. I, I don't have any money in the stock market. I don't need to hear any more about this. <laughs> what they're not understanding is, you know, I'm a part of an industry that is literally changed. I mean, completely changing things. Yeah. Um, especially in, in developing countries, developing areas, developing nations. Um, you know, just like you said, getting them to where they have a power equity, where they have an abundance of power right. to sell. That's right. yeah. But beyond that, they're also getting a financial system that exactly. is is independent. It is not controlled by any yeah. single one government um, or entity. It yeah. is free yeah. from from some of the tyrannies and some of the systematic um, discrimination that we have in, in our existing system. And it's liberating. Right. It is liberating people. It is changing their lives for the better. And I just can't explain that in a, in a very simple or eloquent way to anybody. But this is what I'm proud of. This is the industry I'm a part of. Yes. And uh, I, I just feel like we're so lucky to have you on today yeah. as our guest, John. Can you let our listeners know uh, what is a good way to reach out to you if, if they would like to learn more or collaborate with you in any way? Absolutely. Um, you should. They should definitely visit our website. We're Saluna, uh, S O L U N A. Uh, dot yes. I O. Saluna. Can you put that up, uh, Sakib, for everybody to see? Yeah, I got it. So Saluna. I O, and um, I will show that here. Yeah, we've got a great uh, series of emails uh, that folks can can connect with us on. That's uh, you know, hello at uh, Saluna. I O. We. Yes. Uh, we have a we have a podcast as well, so you can get to know the team and oh. what we're learning. We try to uh, we're learning a lot about energy and and uh, you know uh, the the crypto space, and so we try to put sort of our learning out there in the open so people can join us on the journey, if you will. Interesting. And, uh, we we yeah, encourage we'll definitely check that out. To, uh, it's called the Kingdom uh, Podcast okay. Uh, by, okay. by Luna, and uh, definitely. In, encourage folks to go and check that out. We have a blog as well on Medium 
where we share some of our thoughts and, and, and learning. Um, and we also have a Telegram channel as well, Saluna. So th there's lots of ways to, to, to connect with us. We are interested in talking to folks who have lots of experience in energy, lots of experience Excellent. in crypto, uh, want to help go build uh, you know, large utility scale facilities with us around the world to really mm -hmm. help move uh, renewable energy and the you know, decentralized finance um, space right. in the right direction. And um, and so we're always interested in talking to new and talented people. So please, that is, awesome. that is awesome. Thank you for joining us yeah. today, John, for a great, uh, you know, great, a great podcast. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it as well. Thanks again. All right. All right. And uh, Bitcoin, keep Bitcoin. going up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Go in the right direction. <laughs> All right. All right. See you guys. Bye bye.